Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Iman. I'm Siham. And we are Pharaoh, and you're tuned into Pow Her, your portal dedicated to the rise, awakening, and balance of the divine feminine energy that lives in every child, woman, and man. Pow Her is the divine feminine energy and the divine masculine coming together within ourselves as one so we could heal ourselves and in turn heal the planet. Yes, yes, y'all. And we don't stop. I was a rapper in my past life. This is episode nine. Beauty is energy. Yes, beauty is energy. Right, Sam? Oh, I thought... <laughs> Girl, we had a conversation. I thought you were going to say, let's get into it. Oh. <laughs> you know what? Yes, we are about to get into it. Um, you know what? Honestly, power is a conversation. Sometimes I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just waiting for the inspiration from um, above. Y'all, y'all know what I'm saying. Um, so we were inspired to do this episode because let's just get into... Um, Let's talk about beauty for a second. And I want every listener right now, Siham included, she's a speaker and a listener, <laughs> tuned in right now. I want you to know how beautiful you are. I want you to know how beautiful you were created. I want you to, you know, as, as we're, we've been on our spiritual journey, that's one thing that we have awakened to, the beauty in everything and everyone. You know, I really feel like even just having so many plants and animals around ourselves has helped us with that too. Like our dog literally reminds us how beautiful everyone is every day. Um, And just like we talk about energy all the time in all the previous episodes, just like love is energy, everything's energy, beauty is also energy. And a lot of us don't believe that because we think beauty is something that has been programmed into our mind. So, well, the standard of beauty has been programmed into our minds. Thank you, sis. That's exactly what I meant. Yeah, and that's why people don't even think of beauty as energy. You feel it intuitively. You, your the, the true you, your inner being feels the the beauty in everybody. But our programmed minds are feel like there's certain features, certain you know skin tone, certain hair texture, certain you know body. Shape. Yeah, everything. Yeah, is 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 beautiful. Exactly. Um, but the societal constructs. The Matrix um, has programming that we have just been growing up with. Um, and let's just actually get a little bit deeper. Obviously, me, my sister and I, we are former refugees of Somalia. So we left Somalia at a very young age, came to Canada, and that this is the Western part of the world. And obviously, it is still a European uh, stu- uh, standard of beauty. That is just dominant Absol- in all of media. You know, things are, things are changing. You know, we see more of ourselves in campaigns. Still not enough, right? But it's better. Yeah, we're the we're in the music industry, so we are a part of incredible campaigns and are seeing like a, a wave of, of 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 change, and that is the rise of the divine feminine as well, which lives in all of us. Um, but also, just as Black women um, that that created power that are just speaking to you right now, um, we wanted to just get into a few layers. So obviously, like we were saying, we're Somali, and um, a big part of um, why we maybe didn't think we were so beautiful growing up is because we grew up in a Western world where the beauty of standard, the standard of beauty, y'all, I've been saying things backwards. The standard of beauty was European standards. Now, going back to Somalia, when um, obviously we were little, so we didn't really, we weren't raised there, a war broke out. But even with listening to my parents and with colonization, now Somalia, just a little background, was colonized by the British, by the Italians, um, and also Arabs. So there has been a lot of um, programming within um, our people. So colorism lives amongst our people as well. And um, 
one thing I, I will say is I'm very appreciative of growing up in a Somali household where um, there wasn't a, there wasn't any colorism because in our community that is rampant right now um, and just like in everywhere else too um, which is colonization you know the whiter the lighter the better the closer to whiteness the the more beautiful right quote unquote right I, absolutely and and th- th- this episode is beauty's energy and I just want to make it clear that we are all, we are all created by source God. And we're all created beautifully. This diversity that's on planet Earth right now is so beautiful and it's by design. And um, the, the more spiritual we become, the more we awaken to our authentic selves, we remember the plan we made with God, Source, up above before we came down to this beautiful planet. We remember that we wanted this diversity, that we all look different for a reason. How fun is this? Are you kidding me? Why would we want to all look the same? This is, this is to all the, uh, I don't see color people. It's okay to see color. Color is beautiful. Our diversity is beautiful. Literally. And it should bring us together. Absolutely. Look at the diversity within our um, agriculture and wildlife and, and, and just like nature. Like, it's just amazing. And like, just walking through the garden this morning, literally, I'm looking at all these different flowers and it's just like, I just appreciate the diversity in flowers. Like, nobody's more beautiful than anybody. And this is how we should all look at each other. And, and, and this is awakening, too. This is a part of, um, I think when you open your third eye, you really, really, really see people for who they truly are. Beauty is energy. I don't know if y'all remember Shallow How. Does anybody remember that movie? Well, if you do, um, there was that motiva- motivational speaker, Ta- Tony Robbins. Was that, why did I just say Tony? Tony Robbins was yeah. in, it, in, the, in that movie. But the point of that movie was he kind of like... I want to say he put a spell on him in a way, and he only was seeing people for who they truly were. Now, obviously, it was, a, it was a comedy, the movie, so there's a lot of things I'm not aligned with with that movie, but the basis of the movie was he was seeing people for who they were. Jack Black, I could not think of his name. He's the lead, the lead character in the movie. It's a great movie. It's funny, um, and I just feel like that is how we're supposed to be operating on planet Earth, seeing people for who they are. You know what I'm saying? Like, like compassion, kindness feeling the love because there's energy emitting from people all the time as as human beings we are transmitting and receiving energy all the time and 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 beauty is something we receive and give as well so you know what i'm saying the more and cm was saying this to me earlier it always gets back to when you're disconnected from who you truly are that's when you start to think i'm ugly you're ugly you know um i hate you well you, you only me. think someone else is ugly because you feel it you feel that you're ugly exactly and even now just (laughs) I haven't I haven't I haven't thought someone was actually ugly for such a long time even before our spiritual journey I feel like we would we would say oh my god you're so ugly as a joke to each other right but I never I've never I'm not gonna say never but like as an adult or even like as a teenager I don't remember ever calling somebody ugly. Me too. I can honestly say, um, as I'm just literally, rem- my, intu- my intuition's telling me, I have never thought anybody's ugly. And I, believe- I really believe my-, my guidance right now because I've literally gone to so many arguments with people, exes, friends, and I've literally been like, but I don't believe anybody's ugly. I've had this, me and Sam, what are you talking about, girl? <laughs> We've had this argument with so many people. We have some some stories we're going to get into as well. But just, Jeez, I've been, I feel like we've been fighting our whole lives. <laughs> legit have been fighting our whole lives. And um, I've never actually thought anybody was ugly. 
I've actually had a conversation with somebody who's like, oh, so you're telling me you've never seen an ugly baby? Legit, I was floored. Like, I was like, what do you mean? A, a baby, an innocent being who's new to planet Earth? Like, yeah. So there's people out here who think babies are ugly. Like, so we, we got to balance out, y'all. <laughs> anyway, getting back to beauty's energy. Um, yeah, me and Tiam, I feel, have never really thought anybody was ugly. And I've only thought people's behavior was ugly or their intentions were ugly. Um, but I'd never thought anybody was ugly. And um, I, I just think I want to credit my parents that I love so much because they really they really were that balance for us. Because in my, okay, we're Somali. So in, in within our Somali culture, there's a lot of tribalism and there's col- colorism as well. Mm-hmm. And in this household with my parents that I'm really appreciative of, um, because the war was started um, uh, uh, partially about uh, tribal stuff, but it's also deep-rooted in power plays and colonialism and a lot of other shit. But the point is, um, in my home, we never, we never talked about tribes, who's better, who's less than. Um, in my home, there's, in my family, there's a lot of um, dark-skinned people, light-skinned people. We're just like, very just colorful. And in, in our family, even the ones that are, live back in Africa or the ones that live, I have family all over the place. We do. Um, so, sorry, I guess you forgot we were sisters for a second. Girl, yeah, I always say my mom, and people are like, "Wait, y'all got different moms?" I'm like, "Oh my god, <laughs> my bad." We were raised in a home that just didn't really distinguish one shade over another as being more beautiful. So, you know, and and we realized very quickly that not every household was like that. We'd go over to, you know, my mom's, you know, friends' houses, and. We just see the, the difference in um, language. Yeah, and, and, and it was like just growing up knowing you're African. And I know we didn't grow up in Africa because a war broke out. But just realizing, oh my God, the, the, the hate for um, black skin is, is even in Africa. Like the fact that my people and people all over Africa are bleaching their skin like really broke my heart. Like you think that the colorism issues are just here. And, but, you, and you know what? I want to say this because... Like, even though we were raised in a, in a family that didn't really, that didn't talk about that, there were still little, little comments that you know that this just colonialism and this, this way of thinking seeps into you without even knowing sometimes. And, you know, you can tell in, in just even the little things that you say, like, my mom, I love her. She loves like, everyone. She loves everyone. She yeah. literally loves everyone. But there's but, programming that we have always talk about. So, you know, she would, she would always, like, growing up, she'd call Iman, you know, Iman Ade, meaning Iman, Iman light-skinned, basically. Yeah. And it's, I don't think she, she meant it in a, like a, oh, your skin is better than, than, you know, the skin. But in other families, it did mean that. And when I grew up in my mom, like, even just, like, as young as, like, sixth, seventh grade, just going around to other um, friends' homes, like, predominantly Somali homes, I would see that all the lighter skinned girls were deemed beautiful and the dark, darker skinned girls weren't beautiful. And, and like, they would always be told, oh, well, don't go outside too long. Don't be out in the sun too long. You're just going to get darker and nobody's going to want to marry you. And yeah, the basis of everything was a man's not going to want you. So sad. Like literally, we, a lot of us have this trauma and this, um, this programming that we grew up with. Um, but, but, but my point was... Yes, my bad. Even, my, yeah. even like, you know, my mom or my aunts or whoever calling Iman calling Iman, Iman Ade, Iman, like, light-skinned. Yeah. It's still programming, like, like the, the, the fact that, you know, that has to be, yeah. be mentioned. Absolutely. And as I got older, I realized 
when I realized what it meant, I was just so against it. I used to, Iman, I, you were always against I it. Was, but yeah. the truth is, when we were younger, we just really didn't even have the language to express why that made us feel uncomfortable. We didn't even know the root of it, too. Like, now we understand the, the root of it and, and the programming and centuries of colonization and, and, and slavery and all these things that are, have happened to us as a people. It makes sense. But I'm compassionate with my community because they have trauma they're healing. Um, not just my Somali community, but just as all of us as black people have a lot of trauma and we've just been taught to hate ourselves. And that is why we do not believe beauty's energy. Um, but we're shifting that. Let's, let's bring it back to um, how we're superheroes and how we're going to shift this and how we are going to look at ourselves in the mirror every day and remember how beautiful we are. Even going back to episode, was that episode seven? Words are spells? Yes. I you know, told a story about dealing with acne for like a year and a half and nothing worked. No products I bought worked, nothing worked, except, you know, when I found out what the spiritual and emotional root of acne was, was the detest for self and not feeling like I was beautiful, essentially. And when I actually read that, I started talking to my skin. I started looking in the mirror and talking to my skin. That is literally the only thing that worked. That is why I got rid of my acne. There was no product. There was nothing that could fix that for me except how I felt about myself. Yeah, she had a blockage. So she shifted that energy with words. So energetically, I didn't feel beautiful. So, you know, our body gives us notifications of, hey, you better, yeah. you know, you better heal, heal that part of you. Yeah. It's just so... When I even, when I found that out, it was just, it was just like a... Empowering. Yeah, it was very empowering. I didn't feel helpless anymore. I didn't feel like, you know, because even like the, the, the trial and error of all of these products I was using, the stress of it all, obviously was making it worse and it was making me feel even more less beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And we've just, we've just actually learned to just stop beating ourselves up. I know we talk, we say, we say this, I think in every episode, stop beating yourself up and be kind to yourself. But a reminder is always great. Absolutely. Especially as we're going to speak for ourselves. Obviously we are black women who are talking right now and our experience has not been easy. You know what I'm saying? And, and I also know that women that are darker shades than us have it harder. And, and that's not a secret. And we, we saw this our whole lives. And it's just, it's beautiful that the, it's shifting with uh, melanin magic and everybody really knowing that God created us so beautifully. And the darker you are, the more melanin you have. You got, you got the juice. We speak at many schools, you know, like elementary schools, middle schools, high schools. And a lot of times when um, young black girls come up to us, like, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at them like, you're me. And, and they embrace that, that they feel that energetic shift of, she sees me, and we have these real conversations with them. And every time we pour so much love and just let them know how beautiful they are and just compliment everything about them, they literally get emotional, like they can't even handle it because nobody's ever said that to them. Okay, okay sis, <laughs> let it out. So it's a part of my ascension and my spiritual journey to let out tears. So right now I got a little emotional because when I talk, I literally go back to the conversation with those little girls um but it's just like yo words are spells so like when you're around um other young uh, black girls remind them how beautiful they are because and um, boys and boys yes young women and um, uh, men need to be reminded because as much as we're doing our best on social media with um with the with the rise of uh, the beauty and, and the black energy um it's still not enough on um the the regular commercial programming which is all the billboards and 
all the things that are in our face all day. And in real life. In real life. Thank you, real life. Because real life, real life is going to the grocery store and still seeing those same ads. Real life is going to the mall and still not seeing yourself. Yeah, so loving words, encouraging words in real life are priceless. Yeah. Um, another thing me and CM, because, you know, obviously we're artists, we're pharaoh, and I, I love giving you guys our perspective and, and, and giving you guys stories and just experiences to just get to know us a little bit more and as well just to get to just so we can share our experiences with you. Yeah, and just even maybe feel us a little bit more. But, you know, like I said, we're in the music industry, male-dominated, white-dominated. Um, so, you know, just being black uh, artists in the music industry, um, it, it hasn't been easy. And the thing is, when we when we got into the industry, we were very young. So, like, just like anything, you're very green and you, you don't, you know, you kind of see how everything works later on. So I'm just really appreciative for, like, our business background and just our experience in the music industry. But... We've also had a lot of incredible experiences and in getting to be in the studio with like incredible artists and producers and just a lot of people we we respect or and look up to and look up to absolutely and our our um, I'm gonna say our perspective on some people has shifted because of experiences we've had and the truth is power can turn to shade room real quick but we real would, quick but we would never do that because you see the way our, our spirituality set up. Um, we just are we tapped don't operate into like that. Thank you. You know, we're just coming from a place of love, and and now I understand when the people who have said those things to us in those studios or moments like that. I know it's because of um, the hatred they had for themselves at that moment um, and their experience in life. And I know it was just a projection. You know, and when you have when you have broader perspective, you don't you don't get upset or you don't hate anybody anymore. You're just like you know what that's where you are. But back then we didn't know that, so obviously we got mad. Yeah. But, you know, there's one experience with a, a female artist. Yeah. We were in the studio with her, and there was, you know, I would everybody, say that me... We're all... Everybody in the studio is black, yeah. except maybe the engineer. So, you know, there's probably, like, three three guys, like the producer, um, some writers, um, and us three yeah. women. Yeah. So, you know, we're just vibing out in the studio. Everything's going good. And then, I don't know, I think me and Iman got into a conversation... All of a sudden, we heard out of nowhere, yeah, I don't think there's any beautiful dark-skinned women with good hair. Yeah, I, no, no, it was specifically, nah, nah, nah. I ain't never seen no dark-skinned woman with, um, with beautiful hair or that's beautiful. They're, all dark-skinned women I've seen have not been beautiful. They're ugly. And we're literally floored. And I'm, I'm, I, I talk a lot, so I, I'm usually not speechless, and, and I and was. And she's not exaggerating. All, the, all of those words were used. Literally. And, and this is our, like, this is, like, us kind of new in the industry. We just moved to Atlanta. And I was shocked because Atlanta was, like, everywhere we went, it was black people. We actually just were so embraced by the Southern hospitality. And it was just, like, I just loved Atlanta. And I just loved the, the black culture and just the beauty and everybody. And we're coming from Canada with our weird accent. You know, everybody just embraced the soap. With our A. Oh eh? my God! Yeah, eh? yeah, yeah. That's, eh? that's good, eh? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Atlanta was a beautiful experience. But I feel like that was our first dose in the industry and how people maybe have been talked to. So now they just kind of talk like that amongst each other. And I will say, the girl that was um, saying these things was she was like very, 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 very light skinned, um, and all the other men in the studio were dark skinned and African at that. Anyway, yeah. So this. I guess she felt comfortable enough to say this and like she said it and everybody in the room was normal. Like nobody thought there was anything wrong with what she said. 
And we were literally just like, you know, me and Siam are not very confrontational, especially back then. Everybody's like, you guys are so nice. You guys are such angels. And that was just the healer energy. Such Canadians. Literally. Yeah. But the truth is, um, we, we said our piece. Um, I, we literally stopped her. And I think you said something, Siam. No, I was just like, first of all, I couldn't even believe what she said. I was like, Cause we wait, actually, are you serious? We thought somebody else was going to say something, like one of the dudes, because they were actually having the conversation with her. We were kind of like in and out of it. So, anyway, she was serious. Yeah. She was like, no, I just haven't. I haven't seen. I just haven't seen it. Yeah. And I can't remember what I said to her. I said a few things. And then I just remember pulling out my phone, my aunt that we were actually staying with in Atlanta. Just Shout out to my aunt. So beautiful. Just beautiful, dark, just the be- most beautiful, to the point where I wanted, I literally wanted to look like her growing up. Yeah. So... At that, just at that time, which is with my tools, yeah. that is what I thought to do. Yeah. I, I said something to her. I can't remember what I said. Um, but I pulled out my aunt's picture and I was like, you think she's not beautiful? And it, then she looked at my aunt. She's just like, well... I mean, yeah, she is, but she's like, she, it was just such a weird thing. And then she tried I, to like, I can't really even like remember I, what she said, but the whole thing just like turned me off. It really did. And I just actually was turned off by like everybody in the like room too, that literally didn't think there's anything wrong with what she said. But I remember what I said to her. I'm like, Hey, I'm like, well, our, our aunt is very beautiful, but there's, I can't believe you think that there's literally no dark skinned women that are beautiful and that have good hair. I'm like, what do you think is good hair? With us, we always wore our afros. We always had our big, natural, curly hair. So for us, like, I don't know, maybe some people didn't think my hair was good because I always had a big fro. Um, but for me, I was just like, what do you think is good hair? And she just really didn't have any answers, honestly. She was just like, it was like programming. She just was used to saying this. I'm pretty sure she grew up with, you know, thinking light, light skin is better. And-, and she's Creole, so we already know. We know the oppression, colonization. We know where the trauma comes from. Yeah. You know? And anyway, we have compassion for her, love and light. The truth is we're never going to say any names. Um, yeah. But even this... Uh, another- well, and, and actually a few, like, years down, down the road in L.A., remember oh, we yeah. kind of saw her again, and she had a totally different energy, and I, and I honestly felt like... She apologized. She was like, I was, I was young, and we were, you know, I just didn't know. Like, she just, she apologized, and I gave her a hug. I remember everybody was shocked. The people that didn't know what happened. Um, it was really funny. Because um, we did get into like a pretty heated argument in the studio, but we just left. Yeah. And we were just like, I cannot believe we're fighting about dark-skinned women are ugly. What the hell is happening to planet Earth? Literally. It was really weird. Anyways, the, the session was over. Yeah. So we left. that should just let you know. It's interesting that we are, we're artists. We have this podcast where we talk about spiritually based things. And, you know, it's just interesting that all the things that um, I feel like God all the situations we've been in by design because the way this world is set up the way the universe is set up everybody's shit is going to come to the surface one way or another we ain't got to be the ones to expose them absolutely it's 2018 and um you guys notice nothing is staying in the dark anymore people who think they're so protected people who think that just nothing their authentic self will never surface well let me actually no their authentic self is pure positive i mean their ego is not going to be you know blasted or whatever truth is that's between them and god i have love and light for everyone but so this one producer yeah that shall remain nameless and some predominant hip-hop uh rappers (laughs) we're just in the studio we're writers so even if the session really wasn't for us we were always being called into sessions and writing we were in in the studio and then all of a sudden they started talking about black women 
And we're just gonna paint a picture. It's a bunch of um, black men, some rappers, some producers. Predomin- Sometimes there's other very influential people coming through that are just friends of these people. And there's four other black girls in the room. It was two, um, two um, that became our friends later on. Yeah, and, and me and Iman. Yeah. So all of a sudden the conversation starts about black women and how... Yeah, we're done with black women. We're, um, we're and not going to... And they said specifically black women, uh, black American women, which even pissed me off, but keep going. And I got even more mad because I'm like, I can't believe they don't think that we would be offended by this because they had the that that distinguishing um no black american women you yeah know, they kept they kept narrative. saying that like but then i'm literally thinking like okay our two homies in the room are black american and i'm in america and i'm a black woman so what the hell we all the same anyway anyways so they were like yeah you know we just we're, yeah we're not doing it no more it's just not even worth it you know they they're they so can't. angry they're so bitter and some of them were talking about oh, i was married to one and i just left one they're just going in and me, me and Sam are just floored like literally they were talking to us like we're invisible in the room which and, is how black women are treated and me i just i just wanted to get to the root of it i didn't even, i didn't get angry i was just like just asking questions like why do you feel this way they thought they were just so intellectual and everything they were saying they were trying to you know yeah they're, they're, they're trying to make it sound profound and 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 intelligent and it just sounded so disconnected and so crazy like they were teaching us something and then it was it was this it was, it was that thing where like oh well you're invited to this to this table which is like we've made it like all these successful men so it was just like we should just be appreciative that we're, to be there yeah so I think that's why they felt so comfortable to be talking like that. Anyways, because they didn't feel, even feel like we were on their level. We just said, I cannot, I'm like, you have not met the right black woman for you. That's what's happening. And also, the truth is, even back then, we knew that whatever, whatever you were projecting was a reflection of you. And I was like, why do you think it's the black woman? Maybe it's you. Like, because the truth is, whatever's going on inside, that's what you're attracting. And of course, me and the girls talked about it later on, but... It just seemed like... It was just really uncomfortable. And, you know, when, when you're in a place where you're trying to... You further know, your business. Further your career. And yeah. I just feel like a lot of black women in this industry are constantly put in that position of choosing between, you know, saying something and burning a bridge and keeping yeah. quiet and, and going with the flow because you don't want to fuck shit up because you work so hard. But yeah. I'm glad we said something. Yes. But I'd, I honestly don't feel like I said what I wanted to say and I wasn't even the same person then I just feel like like I said I don't know if I had even like the language but I just I just felt disgusted honestly yeah and um you know we're gonna end this story but currently they are all not married to black women I don't even know if the rest were but I know even in the conversation which doesn't matter but the point is when you have a like they decided they were not going to look at black women anymore beauty's energy and we're coming to a place where this is this is about love and balance on planet Earth. So it's not about um, 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 uh, hating a skin tone because God created all of us beautifully. Yeah, even, but if you're even, but yeah. if you're saying you have like a like a nah, I'm not doing this or like no no I prefer like I'm tired of people using the preference. Like, Absolutely, I prefer white or I prefer um, you know Indian or I prefer like that you, is programming because beauty is energy love is energy I'm not like saying you don't know who you're gonna have a connection with but to totally like x out an entire race yeah. because of how one person treated you like you're it, not connected to yourself no no that's trauma all those men in that room had trauma have trauma and and of course if you're black in America you have trauma what are we talking about you know that's why I have compassion 
for those men. And I, and I believe just like we, we awaken to our authentic selves, they will too. Um, but these, are, these were our experiences as, as, as black women in the music industry, in, in, in Canada, in America, just growing up, you know? So getting back to the, um, the basis of everything. What, what, why do we even want to be beautiful, right? Think of, let's just even get to the, the basis of that, right? Let's think about attraction. You were talking about this earlier, CM. Um, when attraction is an energy. When we want somebody, when we want to attract somebody or we want somebody to be attracted to us, vice versa, that is an energy too. And I'm just going to talk about women for a second. I know we've been talking about, uh, well, black women specifically because I feel like we have it the hardest and that is shifting. Notice I always make it positive. <laughs> um, but we are natural, just, just as women, let's just generalize as women, we are natural born givers as we are givers of life we give birth right by design we are so beautiful and so powerful already right and because we're the natural givers of life for some reason we have a very hard time receiving as women and energy is all about giving and receiving where we're, we're beings of um that are um, transmitting energy and receiving energy just it's, it's our basis. Plants are doing it. Animals are doing it. Everything is transmitting and receiving. Our iPhones are transmitting and receiving, right? So we have to remember that we are literally transmitting and receiving. So as women, and this is something me and CM are practicing every day. We're learning to receive. We work so hard. We're always giving. We're always nurturing because it's by nature that we are nurturing and, and, and nurturing everything and everyone under us, you know? So a part of learning how to receive is knowing that we're already beautiful, right? But knowing that we don't need to attract anybody. There's nothing we need to do. You know, we just need to be. Yeah, you don't have to be this idea of, of ourselves that we have in our mind in order to attract our soulmate. Like, none of those things are necessary. You just have to be yourself. And isn't that so amazing? That's you just it. have to be you. There's nothing we need to learn. We're just unlearning. We're just unlearning and deprogramming, really, like, because we're already beautiful, we're already successful, we're already attractive, we're already sexy, we're already everything that we, we, we think we're searching for. And the reason we feel a little, if some of us are feeling a little anxiety or feeling unhappy, is because we already are it. But we're thinking, oh no, I'm, I need to be somewhere else. I, I'm not, I'm not, I don't have it yet, I'm not enough. I need to get something else. Yeah. I and, need to and, buy something else. Yeah. I need to do something else. Yeah. And it's crazy, black women are the number one consumers, because we're the ones that are made to feel not enough. You know, and that's why that energy is completely shifting. So um, we just need to receive. So me and Siham, how we practice every day is I'm abundant, just like my dog believes my dog. My dog's abundant. My dog manifests shit all day. I swear to God, my dog will go outside and will find like a T-bone steak on the floor that somebody threw. Because Like family. who just throws a T-bone steak in the middle of the field? <laughs> and if she gets a hold of it, it's hers. Like, I'm not going to fight a dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's interesting that something so so, so gentle and beautiful and, and simple uh, as my dog is teaching me my greatest... Um, just powers. Greatest, greatest powers, honestly. I just receive now. It just comes to me. I don't beat myself up anymore. Like, I just need to know if I believe I'm beautiful, if I believe that I am love and that I'm an ex extension of this creator, this incredible God creator that we can't even fathom what that... It's so, so much energy. We don't even, I don't even know we can receive all of God's love so much. Now, that's not true. We extensions of God, and we receive all. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we, as, uh, back to women, uh, because this is power is about the, the balance of the divine feminine and divine masculine. Receiving is something that we need to balance out as women. The gift that we have in this world 
what's not for us is not for us. Let's just say we have a crush on a guy or we really want this job or like whatever it is that we want. If it's not for us, it ain't for us. And that's a blessing. Don't, you should never get mad about that. So just know that energetically, yeah. if your relationship is, it doesn't work out, they weren't the ones. It's already worked out for you. Like, like we always say, the universe is your greatest agent and manager. Yeah, and being in that relationship just makes you more aware of what you don't want. And that's like, you're like uh, tidying up your... Your, your, your vibration. Your, your vibration, because sometimes it's, it's a little scattered. It's a little all over the place. So you have to have an experience to know that's definitely not what you want. So you can tune into exactly what you want. You know, and you don't have to have all the details. You don't have to fill in your grid by yourself. That's what that's what God is helping you with. That's you made the perfect plan with God to come down here on planet Earth and flourish and, and bask in this diversity and love everyone and receive all the everything we can learn from each other. You know, that's why there's so much diversity here. I really know for a fact if we were all the same, we would not be having so much fun. We really wouldn't be. <laughs> um, so back to like what Sian was saying. Um, there's nothing you need to do. Just like I was saying, we're natural um, receivers and transmitters. We just need to be our authentic selves and our authentic selves. We are beautiful. We are already it. We just need to be literally go for a walk, smell a flower, look at the sun at the proper hours for sun gazing. That's a whole other episode. Which is <laughs> the first hour of sunrise and the last, last hour of sunset. Yeah, do all these things. Just connecting with nature reminds you of your beauty. That flower you're staring at is going to be like, hey, look at me. I didn't know it was going to turn into this. I didn't know when I was going to become a flower. I didn't clock my time. I didn't beat myself up because I'm like, look at all these other flowers. Oh, my God, they're all, they're all, they're all just so beautiful and perky. And they're they already, um, what's the, what the flowers do? Grow. Girl, yes. <laughs> no, but blossom. <laughs> the word blossom. I was trying to find the word blossom. My bad. You know, it's like, oh, my God, they're all blossoming and I'm not. And everybody's on their own unique divine timing that's why don't compare your inner being does not like when you compare so just do yourself a favor stop comparing yourself to people you are unique there's only you how cool is that on planet earth there's only you so be the best you and everything's coming to you i talk about soulmate on every episode i really feel like i literally have probably said the word soulmate on every episode and this is the ninth episode number nine <laughs> It represents completion. It is a beautiful number. Um, but anyway, just like I am, I'm so happy single right now. I love myself. I'm totally appreciating myself. Um, I'm not in a rush for anything. I just know I'm exactly where I need to be. And that's the best feeling in the whole world. And as I'm just loving myself and just, you know, la, 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 just dancing through the garden, yeah, my soulmate's going to show up. You know why? Because I don't have to do anything. I'm sending a signal out already, and the universe is doing my work. Right? And just like my soulmate is sending a signal out too. And, and when those, those, those two frequencies finally uh, match up, it's going to be like, oh, shit. Oh, we both reached for the same apple at Whole Foods. Yes. Just like in the movies. Come on, somebody. Just like in the <laughs> movies. It's going to happen just like that. Where do you think these movies got it from? You think these writers and directors are that creative? This is real shit happening in real life. People are just documenting experiences. Okay. That's why aliens are real. Anyway, how'd I get there? I don't know. Um, we don't know, sis. So, 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 so just know that everything we're speaking, everything we're speaking into this podcast, know that we're living it. Know that we're really 
really, really doing this as well. Like just, and we're all on this journey together. We're on this journey with you. Like we literally have experiences every day that help us grow, that help us, you know, share more with you guys. And yeah, we are the collective consciousness. New affirmation. I want everybody, when they, before they leave the house, whatever your ritual is, if you go to work, if you go upstairs, whatever you're doing, I am beauty. If you're a man or woman, because this is power, I need everybody to say that because obviously a lot of our black men have trauma. And if the black man does not find a black woman desirable, it's because he has trauma and he was taught to hate himself. And, and his mother was taught to hate herself too. So do you see? We're all in this together. This is just trauma. We're all healing as the black collective consciousness. Um, and we're all doing this together, you know? So just affirmation. I am is the strongest. I think I said this in a few, uh, a few episodes back. It is the strongest affirmation you can say. Anything you say, you affirm it. So just start talking to yourself, just like CM started to and healed her, her acne. Um, I don't even know how long this episode has been, but we love you and I can talk all day, okay? Yeah, but I think uh, this is a good place to yeah. wrap it up. Yeah, beauty's energy, just like everything's energy. And just, just tune into what you want and what you love. Practice what you love. Speak about what you love. Because those, those are the things that are manifesting around you. So stay beautiful. Stay, stay beautiful and tune into yourself. Yes. Because if you ain't tuned into yourself, who are you tuned into? Who or what are you tuned into? Yeah. You know what? Food for thought. Ooh, that might be next episode. What? What is speaking for you if you ain't speaking your truth? Whoa. I don't want to scare y'all, but no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, but for real though, um, we're going to get into that maybe another time. But anyway, love and light. We love you guys. This is Power. Until next time. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.